With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another Sunday special. And it's part three of our countdown to choosing the greatest Reading 11 from the last 50 years. We've already chosen our keeper and our defenders. And today we're choosing the greatest Reading midfielders from the last 50 years. Uh, and But before we do that, firstly, just a minor correction to something I said on our greatest goalkeepers episode two weeks ago. It was a slip of the tongue. I think I said that Steve Death joined Reading in 1962, but that would have meant he was about 12 when he made his debut. He actually joined Reading in 1969, not 1962. But um, uh, yeah, just just to recap. So Steve Death is in our 11 as the greatest keeper from the last 50 years. Shaka Hislop on the bench. And our defenders are Nicky Shorey at left back with fellow left back Dylan Kerr on the bench. Graham Murty is at right back. And Martin Hicks and A.D. Williams are our centre-back pairing, and we've chosen a 4-4-2 formation. So today we'll be choosing four midfielders. And Johnny, I think this one's going to be tricky. It is. It is. Uh, and we've got so many good players, haven't we? And we've got to decide who goes well with who. And um, yeah, yeah, I don't know where to begin. <laughs> yeah, well, look, we've, um, uh, we've got to pick four midfielders. And I think if we look at you touched on it there, really. If we look at choosing a player on the left of, left of midfield or left wing, a uh, player on the right, holding sort of a holding player in centre midfield and more of an attack-minded central midfielder, what would you think about that? Yeah, I think that's that's what any kind of manager would be picking, wouldn't they, as a, as a yeah. team? So, so not, we'll go for it. Not really a diamond formation, but... No, we'll, we'll, play for the, we'll go for the flat four. Is flat it? four, four, two. Yeah. So... I think uh, one or possibly two of these positions might be quite straightforward, but I think right midfield or right wing would be a bit tricky. And I think we're going to have a few dilemmas with the central midfield position. So are you ready, Johnny? Yeah, we'll give it a go. All right. Now, there are a lot of 
midfielders on our list to choose from. I think we've got something like 43. Uh, and, and how we've done this is I've chosen a list of some of the greatest Reading midfielders from the last 50 years. Johnny's done the same. And our listeners, uh, you've been putting your suggestions forward to us via social media. So we've got all of those players on an, an initial list of midfielders. And we're going to cut that list down to a short list. And then we'll choose our four midfielders. And we're also going to choose two midfield subs. So as I say, we're starting with a list of more than 40 midfielders. So let's get started. Um, and we're starting with uh, a few players from the 1970s. So one or two of these, um, the more kind of modern Reading fans might not have even heard of. But the first one on the list is Gordon Cumming. He was player of the year in 1972 and he was top scorer twice. I believe he was a winger and he made uh, more than 300 appearances and scored 62 goals. And then uh, John Murray, 1974 to 1978. It was at Reading. Top scorer in uh, 1976-77 season. 150 appearances, 49 goals, another winger. Um, now, here's, here's one that that uh, at least one of the fans voted for on social media, Steve Hetsky. Great player, joined Reading in 1971, player of the year in 1981, more than 300 appearances, 32 goals. Another one that the fans have uh, voted for is Richie Bowman. Play for Reading between 76 and 81. Player of the year in 1978 and 1979. Won the title in 79. More than 200 games and scored 32 goals from midfield. And, and we're getting into the realms of players that even if you weren't around at that time, you may well have heard of, of these. Um, Neil Webb, 1978. 1982 joint top scorer in 1982 from midfield with 15 goals. Uh, I think that was with joint top scorer with Kerry Dixon. Um, made 81 appearances. Played for Man United. I think he played for. Did he play for Forest as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and England. Absolutely. And England. Yeah. Um, so already, you know, Reading, Reading have had some great midfielders. One, the following one was a guest, Laurie Sanchez. He's been a guest on the podcast. He joined Reading in 1977, played more than 300 games and scored 31 goals from midfield. Um, next player, player I really liked, wide midfield player, Jerry Williams. Joined Reading in 1976, player of the year in 1982, played more than 350 games, 18 goals. Do you remember him, Johnny? I actually not as... Up on him. I know the name, but I, I didn't think I see him play, I have to say. Yeah, so he was he was a great player. I remember him. Really enjoyed watching him play. Another great player, um, joined Reading in 1980, Stuart Bevan. Yeah. He played 481 games, 55 goals from midfield, and he scored one of the two goals when Reading beat Newport 2-0 to get the record for most wins at the start of the season, the record-breaking Royals team. Great midfielder. Um, Now, the next one has been voted for by, uh, I think, one of of the fans on social media put forward this player, but one of my favourite Reading players as well, Terry Herlock. (laughs) (laughs) 1979 to 1980. 
Nigel. The old guy, he, he, he doesn't remember Terry Hurley. Yeah. Okay? He, he was uh, he was like a version of Kevin Bremner, but but in midfield. Just uh, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Vinnie Jones based his game on Terry Hurley. He, he, uh, <laughs> he was a um, a proper hard man, wasn't com- he? Combative, I think you you would describe him. So he played for Reading between eighty five and eighty seven. Part of the nineteen eighty six title winning side. Record signing at the time from Brentford for £82,000. Um, 35 appearances, didn't score, but that wasn't really his, his job. He, he broke up a few attacks going the other way. Um, another player I really liked, brilliant player, a winger, Paul Canneville, signed from yeah. Chelsea in 1986. Uh, brilliant, very quick winger. He only made 21 appearances due to a knee injury, scored four goals, and I think he set up uh, he put a cross in for Trevor Senior to score his hundredth goal for Reading. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you remember him, Paul Cannaville? Yeah, oh, Paul Cannaville. Yeah, absolutely amazing Lovely. character Lovely. as well. Talking of wingers, um, the next player, Michael Jilks, signed in 1984, 486 appearances, 52 goals. Also played for Barbados, and now assistant manager, of course. Don't need to ask you if you remember Michael Jilks, Johnny. Who <sighs> who can't forget Michael Jilks? What a player! Yeah, Jilks, he up and down the wing. Uh, it's just yeah. uh, run, 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 run. And that some bloke behind him as well was quite good, wasn't he? The lad that used to. Who was that? Who was that? Oh, some lad, Kerr, was it? Who played for us? Left back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right. Um, another player that we've had on uh, as a guest recently, Simon Osborne. Only one season in. 94 to 95, but he was a brilliant player in that season. One of my favourite all-time Reading players. Yeah. Um, and he was a key player uh, as Reading finished second that season. Um, just missed out on a place in the Premiership, of course, that that uh, playoff final we all know about in 1995. 39 games, five goals. Um, missed some of that season through injury, but, you know, a Reading legend and an icon, one of the one of the greatest midfielders. Do you remember him that season? Yeah, oh, he's class. I was a bit like you say, you, you forget you only played one season because the way yeah. we talk, everyone talks about it, and you think he'd been yeah. there a lot longer. So yeah, shows you how good he was. And in terms of the impact he made for the number of games, yeah, um, yeah, great, great player, really, um, really great passer, just a um, really fantastic ball playing midfielder. Yeah, and um, could finish as well, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, scored a few goals. Next one on the list, Mick Gooding. Um, mm. Obviously was joint player manager in, in that season. He joined Reading in 1989. Um, he made 368 appearances, scored 30 goals. Um, now he won, I don't know if you remember this, Johnny, but he won player of the season three times in the 90s and only Steve Death has won player of the season more. Than Mick Gooding says a lot, doesn't it? He, he, he did the hard work. Yeah, he he was. Um, wouldn't describe him as an unsung hero, but he he did a lot of the um, what would you say dirty dirty work. Yeah, so that yeah. other players could play box to box runner, wasn't he? And just energy. And, oh yeah, and engine really on. really good engine. You you'd say yeah, and, and scored plenty of goals as well. Thirty goals. Yeah, and skillful as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, great great player. Um, Another great player, one one of my favourites, um, Scott Taylor, 1989 to 1995. He was at Reading, great winger, 
nearly 250 games, 29 goals. Great player, really, really enjoyed um, watching him. Um, and then next player on the list, list Kevin Dillon, Dillon another good um, midfield player, joined in 1991, made more than 100 games, um, sorry, made more than 100 appearances, scored five goals. Another player um, on the list of midfielders, similar to Scott Taylor in that he was an entertainer, James Lambert, joined in 92, played 150 uh, more than 150 games, scored 20 goals. Great player he was. Yeah, just wonder he could have done a lot more though, couldn't he, the ability that he had? Maybe, but um, I really enjoyed watching him play. Yeah, yeah. good player, good player. Now, the next player on, on the list obviously had to be on here, Phil Parkinson. <laughs> uh, he joined Reading in 1992, player of the season in... 98 and 99, 425 games, 23 goals. Um, I'm not going to say similar player to Mick Goodin, but um, obviously won a couple of uh, player of the season awards. And he did that, um, you know, that that midfield role to allow Simon Osborne. I think also Paul Holsgrove came in for Simon Osborne, didn't he, when, when he was injured? Yeah. I remember rightly. Um, Phil Parkinson did all the the like really hard work in, in midfield to allow Simon Osborne to yeah. play and Paul Holsgrove as well. Um, fantastic player and, and great servant. Obviously gone on to become a you know successful manager as well. Um, yeah. A player I've just mentioned, I, I really liked him, Paul Holsgrove. Um, played for Reading between 94 and 97. Um not too far away from 100 games. I think he made 86 games, seven goals, and, and a great player in the 94-95 season. Now, we're coming on to, I know, one of your favourite Reading players of all time, Darren Kasky. So, yeah, yeah. And again, Parky, Parky helped him a lot yeah. as a player, didn't he? He did the work because Kasky wouldn't have been the most mobile of players, it's fair to say. But, um, you know, he was a player I enjoyed watching. Just loved watching him yeah. watch, you know. Some of the things, it was probably way ahead of his colleagues, but Very one of my favourites. Yeah, and he um, he joined Reading in 96, played more than 200 games, um, 45 goals. And a- another fact that sort of um, explains why he's on this list, on, on the short list, is he was player of the season in 2000 and he was top scorer from midfield with 23 mm. And some of the, the strikers, if you think of Adam Lafondre, he never even got to 20. Um, no. Obviously, different times and Lafondre played in in the Premiership. But um, yeah, goal-scoring midfielder, top scorer, 23 goals in 2000. Uh, nine, I think it was 99-2000, wasn't it, that season? Mm. Another player on the list. Um, now, some Reading fans might not even have realised that he played for Reading, but uh, play for Reading, but um, Ray Houghton um, <laughs> played for Reading between 97 and 99. Um, also played for Liverpool, Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Republic of Ireland. Um, played more than 50 games for Reading, only got the one goal. Um, and we're, we're going through this list quite quickly because there's a lot of players on it. So we're going through the initial list fairly quickly. Um, another popular player was Sammy Igo. Um, Made more than 100 appearances, um, 
Started at Reading in 2000, scored a few goals. Um, another player I really liked, a winger, John Salako. Yeah. He joined um, the following year, 2001. Again, made more than 100 appearances, scored 14 goals. Um, now, the following player, James Harper, he has got quite a few votes on social media for this. He joined in 2001. He was player of the season in, in 2003. And uh, he made more than 300 appearances, scored 26 goals. Great player. Really another entertaining player to watch. And the energy again, wasn't it? Just pure 90 minutes. You just give everything. And yeah. you know, him and Sidwell together, one of our best, probably the midfield combinations that we've had as a club, isn't it? Yeah. Now, the next one is one from your list, Johnny. Royston Drenth. Uh, <laughs> that was just a, a, a yeah. put him on there as a, as a name, wasn't it? As a, one of those kind of uh, yeah. cult figures. But so, as a player, unfortunately, didn't didn't really cut it with us. But, it didn't uh, really didn't really do it at Reading. But um, so he joined in two thousand and three as, as a winger. Um, he only played twenty four games for Reading. Actually, scored a couple yeah. of goals. Um, also played for Feyenoord, Real Madrid, and Holland. So yeah. he's a decent player, but um, I don't think he's going much further on this list, is he? No, no. So we come to, uh, we're getting close to the um, successful side now under Steve Koppel. Um, and I'm going to let you uh, have a have a chat about this next player, Steve Sidwell. Talk about Steve Sidwell. Unbelievable, wasn't he? Again, and he came from... Well, Brentford and Arsenal, wasn't he? he was on loan there. He was just pure, like him and Harper together, they, they just, they run the team. And he was, he was quick, good tackler. He had everything as a, as a midfielder in the modern game and a great goal scorer as well. Um, and again, you know, he, he just stood out. Didn't, I don't think he had many bad games either, you know? Yeah. And he, he joined in 2003. Um, he made close to 200 appearances, scored 30 goals, and obviously part of the 106 side. And he's got a lot of votes um, yeah. on social media for the, for the greatest 11. As has the following player, Glenn Little, uh, wide midfield player. Again, joined in 2003, made more than 100 appearances, um, six goals. Uh, really popular player. Yeah, this, not the quickest, was he? No, that's a bit where you go. Yeah, I agree, or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he he has got a lot of votes. He's really really popular, wasn't he? Great player. Yeah, yeah, good character as well to have in that team, wasn't he? Yeah, and that, that goal he scored against Plymouth was uh, mm. unbelievable. Yeah, so so he he's had quite a few votes. Um, another popular player, Bobby Convey, um, represented USA, didn't he? I think. Yeah, played in the World Cup for them. I think from memory. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so he joined Reading in two thousand and four. Made more than a hundred appearances. Um, scored eight goals. Um, another popular player. Next, he, he's had a few votes as well. Jem Karachan. Um, Again, he joined 2004, 175 appearances. Um, great player for Reading, wasn't he? 
Yeah, unfortunately, those injuries he had um, sort of held him back. But again, he was one of those players that just did the did the hard yards for the team. Yeah, um, and you know, good engine as we, we said before. Yeah, he just kept things ticking along. Um, very unsung hero. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't describe this next player as an unsung hero. How Robson Carnu. Joined 2005, more than 200 games for Reading. Obviously, play for Wales. That that amazing goal he, he scored. It was the not the the Cruyff term, but the Robson Carnu term, wasn't it? To score that goal for Wales, um, scored 30 yeah. goals for Reading. What a great player he was! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Yeah, yeah, when he came into the team, wasn't he? You know, very, very young, different style. Um, it's hard to, his running style and everything was, was kind of unique, but a, a good player, a very good player. Um, next one on the list, probably would describe him as an unsung hero, but but still a really popular player, Bryn, Brynjar Gunnarsson. Um, bit of a holding midfielder, really. Joined 2005, more than 150 games for Reading, 10 goals. Um, really good player. Yeah, and, and played a number of positions as well, didn't he? Yeah. Fill in right back, centre back, um, and just did yeah. a job wherever. And then that that uh, nutmeg at Anfield will never be forgotten, will it? Yeah. Um, so the, the next player, um, one of the <clears throat> one of the most talented players to to play for Reading over the years, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Uh, again, he joined two thousand and five. Player of the season and top scorer from midfield in 2010 with 20 goals. Um, great player, wasn't he? And he really kind of made his mark at Reading, didn't he, before he went on to kind of, you know, other things. Yeah. A bit like Olise, you could tell he was too good for us when he played. Do you know what I mean? He's one of those players you could just go, yeah, he's going to be playing at a much higher level. Um, yeah, indeed. Yeah, so, so talented. Um, next player, John Oster. 2005 to 2008. Uh, I think I'm right in saying he'd already played for Everton and, and Sunderland and Wales. Um, he made yeah. uh, 90 appearances for, for Reading, scored three goals. Um, so he he was he was a good player. And then very popular player, next one on the list, Jimmy Kebe, uh, joined 2008, 190 appearances, 31 goals. Great player for Reading. Oh, just brilliant to watch, wasn't he? And when he, you know, he formed the socks thing, you know, name it. But that cross for Roberts, you know, I mean, he, he, was, he was a good player. Um, frustrating at times, but I think that's all flair players, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Um, next one on the list is um, wasn't on my list, wasn't on your list, Johnny, but he did get voted for on social me- media. I don't know if you remember him, Marek Matijowski. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He. Signed for Reading in 2008. Um, he actually made more than 50 appearances, scored a couple of goals, and he also played 150 games for Sparta Prague and played for Czech Republic. Um, so uh, he's he's basically got one one vote, which is why he's on the list. Um, 
but a player that, that everyone remembers, um, Stephen Hunt, player of the season in 2008, um, scored 21 goals, more than 150 games. Um, one of one of the all-time greats for, for Reading, obviously played in that 106 season. Yeah, as well. and scored against me as well. Scored against you. Um, and I think I'm right in saying he was the he was involved in that incident with Petr Cech, wasn't he? When uh, Petr Cech yeah. to the skull, and we yeah. I still don't know if um, if he ever said whether whether he just sort of went in went in hard or it was just a complete accident. I remember I remember seeing that, and it it looked a bit innocuous, but it might have been one of those ones where he he left a little bit in, but obviously you don't go right, in. Yeah. Intending to fracture someone's skull, but no, no, I don't think that's ever just one of those things. But great, great player, All, almost. I don't know if you describe him as an unsung hero, but he was a really, really hard worker for Reading, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think especially you know he would. I think when he first started, he'd come in, you know, convey and they'd swap, um, and he'd just do he'd do what he had to do. And then I think in the second season, the Premier League, I think he became more of a, a regular. Um, and when we were struggling, you really noticed how good he was because he kept things going. So we're coming into the players from from the last ten years or so now. Um, player that joined in two thousand and nine, Joby McEnough, great player for Reading, more than two hundred games, scored sixteen goals. Um, really good player, a great captain as well. Probably one of our best captains we've had. Yeah. Just and a, and a class guy as well off the pitch. Yeah. Um, great leader. And we've already mentioned Michael Jilks, um, who's gone on to become Reading's assistant manager. Um, similar with the next player, Michaeli Ledgetwood. Um, he joined in 2010, made more than 100 appearances for Reading, scored 10 goals. Um, uh, another really good player for Reading. Yeah, kind of, you know, he'd had a good career, hasn't he? And then he came to Reading. He just, that experience helped us get promoted. And obviously that goal view Forest was, was amazing that night. Yeah. Um, next player on the, on the list joined 10 years ago, um, Gareth McCleary, Gareth with, with two A's in Gareth, Gareth McCleary. Um, and uh, this is a little bit surprising that he made 270 appearances. Did you, uh, would you have guessed that Johnny? Uh, probably not that much. To be honest, but get again one of those players was so enjoyable to watch. Um, the way his career ended with Reading was 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 not the best. I mean, he was a bit harshly treated, but um, was was one of our you know one of the best players we've seen. Yeah, very very entertaining entertaining player and scored quite a lot of goals. Twenty seven goals. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, a crowd pleaser, you could say. Yeah. And now now we're coming into the. Much more recent players, um, Jordan Abita, uh, player of the season in, in 2014, made nearly 200 appearances, scored seven goals. Great player. Yeah, again, another one whose injuries you know didn't help. Um, but it was a, yes, again, a guy with a decent left foot is such lovely to watch when he gets down the wing and just puts the ball in, played left back or, or, or left wing, you know, and he's now doing well for himself at Wickham as well, and a decent guy again. Yeah. Um, now the next three players on the list are, are actually current players. Um, so the first one of those is Andy Rinomota, um, who was player of the season in 2019. He's already 
made more than 100 appearances, obviously out injured at the moment. But but he is you you would kind of describe him as an as an unsung hero. Although actually Reading have have done quite well without him. But having said that, you, you do miss him when he's not there. He's that sort of player, isn't he? Yeah, again, it's one another player that you know energy brings to the team because he's you know he's, he's there and everywhere. Um, you know, he puts himself around the pitch, and that and you know it, it does make a huge difference. Players like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's got the engine, hasn't he? So um, yeah, uh, another current player, Josh Laurent, player of the season last season. Obviously, scored a couple of really important goals um, very recently. Um, yeah, he's a great player, isn't he? Yeah, again, very you know like he's done really well for himself career wise, and and you know you, like you say he's scored recently a few goals, but. Um, Again, he just has that that energy that you like enjoy watching the play. He gives everything to the team. Next player on the list, um, John Swift. I, I don't know if you realise he's actually played two hundred games now for Reading. Yeah, that's wow, isn't it? And yeah, again, another player I, 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 similar to, to Kasky for me, who who is so creative on his day when he's playing well. There's not much better to watch than him. Yeah, and and he's. Um... You describe him as a number 10, I guess, really. 33 goals. A little bit of an an enigma. Um, and by that, I mean he's he's got the talent, but sometimes he does go missing a little bit. Yeah, I guess that's why he's not playing, you know, the, the highest, highest level, isn't it? But I think as well, you know, for his, in his defence, I think he had a bit of a rough time. Running. I think he lost his dad, didn't he, a few years ago? And then injuries... And this season's really probably been the season we've seen the best of him because he's been playing pretty much regular, you know, every game. Um, and the final player on our initial list is Michael Elise. Now, I, I think we've really seen what he's capable of since he's moved to Palace. But um, you, you could see the potential when he was at, at Reading. He came through the youth ranks, I think, didn't he? Um, so he joined yeah. in he joined Reading in 2016, um, and he played for Reading during the 2019-20 season and the 2021 season before joining Palace. And he's also played this year already for um, France under 21s. Only turned 20 in December. Um, and they're all raving about him at Palace, but you you could see what what potential he had when he was at Reading. Yeah, definitely. Just a shame he went so cheaply, wasn't it? Because he's worth far more than eight million, as we all know. But yeah, he's a he class player. Yeah, he is now. Hopefully, he stays injury free and you know has a has a top career. He's one of those stylish players. He he's not you know different from Simon Osborne, but he's in that kind of genre of type of player, isn't he? That he's just. He just seems, yeah. just seems so relaxed, but um, you know what he can do: goal, score. He can score goals, um, bit of everything. Really, really kind of top quality midfield player that you'd you'd want in your side. Yeah, and he's got a bit of the unknown about him as well. I think that's what players like that have, isn't it? They, they do something that you just don't see coming and create a chance or score something out of nothing. And like players, you know, like Simon, they're they're a rarity. Uh, yeah. And that's why they're so class. Right, I'm going to, I'm going to take a breath now because um, that's <laughs> at 40, 43 players, I think that was. So, um, 
anyway, we, we've got to whittle this down. So from 43, <laughs> um, this is going to be tough. But I think we I think we get it down to an initial shortlist of about 16. So I pick four from, from 16 and a couple of subs. Yeah, um, yeah. So if we start in, you know, not exactly, but roughly chronological order, um, I think two players from the 70s that, that probably deserve to be on this next shortlist, if you like. Um, well, three, actually. Richie Bowman, Steve Hetsky and, and Laurie Sanchez. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, three class uh, players. Yeah, and I, and I think um, Richie Bowman, I think I said he was um, player of the year twice, 78 and 79. Um, Steve Hetsky, really popular player, and, and he's he's got at least, uh, I think he had at least one or two votes yeah. um, on social media. Player of the year in 1981. Laurie Sanchez, um, more than 300 games, um, scored 31 goals from midfield. So um, I was tempted to put Neil Webb on, on the list, but, but he didn't, well, he made 81 appearances and he was joint top scorer in 1982 with 15. But we've got, you know, yeah. you could put Jerry Williams on there, you know, yeah. so yeah. many players. But so I think I think those three from the 70s, any, anyone else you want to add from? No, the, no, I think that's, you know, we're, we're trying to trying to narrow it down to four. We could be yeah. there all day, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah. And then 80s and 90s, I mean, the the one player that has to be on, on the list from the 80s and the nineties is, is Michael Jilks. Um, yeah. Any, anyone else from the eighties, do you think? Um, geez, I'm just trying to go through our very long list. Um, Probably Stuart, Stuart Bevan, I think is. Uh, Stuart Bevan, I was going to say. Yeah, definitely. Really fine um, appearances. Yeah. Anyone that's played in you know, that amount of games. Yeah. Um, is, you know, deserves to be on that short list. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, so many players on there, like <laughs> Paul Cannaval, great players, but you know, didn't didn't make that many appearances. So let's have yeah. that. let's put Stuart Bevan on there. I think we might end up with more than sixteen on on this initial list. But um, Michael Jilks obviously has to be on there. Yeah, um, and one of our recent guests, one of my all time favourite Reading players, is Simon Osborne, top quality player, one of the the best midfielders that Reading have, have ever had and made such an impact, not just in one season, but he was out for about three months injured in that season as well. Yeah, so he, yeah no, he's a class he, player. He, he has to be in contention for our um, midfield four. Um, another one that, you know, he's got to be uh, there or thereabouts, Phil Parkinson. Yeah. You know, no question at all. I think, Michael Jilks, Phil Parkinson, and, and for me personally, Simon Osborne, have got to be in con, uh, consideration. Yeah, and and uh, from from the nineties, uh, um, I'll say obviously Mick Gooden as well. I mean, yeah, three players yeah. of the year awards. That's some of you. Yeah, and, and, and he was a bit of an unsung hero because he he did that hard work. He was sort of in a similar type of mould to Phil Parkinson. I think Phil Parkinson. <laughs> Who who would you describe as a more combative player? Probably Phil Parkinson because he he had the mask, didn't he, and the gum shield and yeah, yeah and the sleeves rolled up and the whole world. Yeah. So was Gooding Gooding was probably a bit more of a, a bit more of a footballer. If 
that's a fair term. Yeah, but a, a, a really good Mick Goodin, really good engine as well. And and yeah, yeah. as we said, one player this season three times. Um, only Steve Death has won it more. Yeah, no, no, no one else uh, apart from Mick Goodin's won it three, three times. Obviously, Steve Death won uh, won a fourth one. Um, I I think James Harper is worth being on this short list. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think there's no way that you, you know, for the from the modern fans, if you like, Harper and Sidwell have to be on there. Yeah, two yeah. two absolute class acts and played at the highest level as well. Again, you know, which is and and yeah, and played a long time at that level. Yeah, and and I, I by the way, I agree with you, but I know that you want Darren Caskey on this short list, don't you? No, no. Look, I, I again different era, and it's not certainly going to be in the top four, but I think you know that he kept us up that season. And I think people remember that, you know, without his goals, we would have gone down and we would be yeah. good as a club. But that was just, a, you know, one of those influencing factors as a club that you needed. Yeah. So we're moving into, so we've mentioned uh, Mick Goodin, James Harper, Steve Sedwell, Darren Kasky. Um, so let, let's sort of pick a few more to to go on this um, shortlist. Um, I think Gilfie Sigurdsson has to be on this shortlist. Just such a yeah. talented player. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think Brynjolf Gunnarsson as well, you know, great, great player. A bit like the, the sort of player that we're talking about with with Mick Goodin, Phil Parkinson, those sort of players. You know, does like really hard-working player, reliable, dependable, like you said, yeah. a few different positions. So I'd like to put him on this, um, on this short list. Yeah, I think to me as well, like two... Of our most skillful probably wingers that we've had would be Jimmy Kebe and and um, Little as well. I yeah, mean, they're Glenn, both. Yeah, Glenn Little has had a lot of votes for yeah. um, uh, to be in the eleven. By the way, yeah. Um, and then, how about Robson Carno and Gareth McCleary as well? Yeah, I, I yeah, you know, on a, on a short list there for you know, also the contribution they made to the club at that time um, was huge. Yeah. So um, we, we're doing quite well because the defenders. I think we spent about twenty minutes talking about Dylan Crowley <laughs> and Nicky Shorey. So we're we're, consci- we're consciously trying to get through this a bit quicker because we saw you know forty three midfielders on the list. So I think yeah. I think we've got a short list of. 16, 17 there. So let, let, yeah. let's, um, let's bring it down to maybe, um, let's cut it in half, maybe eight and then pick four. And, and two yeah. Now, well, sorry. I was going to say, we, if we're thinking, we're, I think if we're thinking a certain position, I think we'd agree on one. Probably I was just going to say, I, I think out of all of this, you know, all of these four episodes that we're doing, um, this is the easiest one. The left side of midfield, yeah. left wing, um, Michael Jilks. Easy. Yeah, without doubt. I don't think anyone would question. I think no. that one would definitely get right. <laughs> no no one comes close. Easiest choice no. of the lot. So that's, yeah. that's done. That's done. Michael, yeah. Michael Jilks yeah. is in our greatest red in 11 from the last 50 years on, yeah. on the left. What a player. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, and, and a great servant as well. Fantastic yeah. in the eighties um, and the nineties. Um, now, for me, 
centre midfield. I think it's going to be tricky to pick two, but there's one who I, for me, has to be in there. I don't know if you'd agree with me. Phil Parkinson. Yeah, definitely. I'd have Parky in there. I think he's, you know, he was a driving force for the club for 10 years, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he lasted so, for the... So are we sticking, is, is he bypassing the, the next shortlist and going straight in like, like Jilks? Yeah, I would. I, I actually would. And I think we'd be off to pick a couple of, for the bench, which, you know... We... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would certainly agree with that one. So look, we, we've got, uh, so we've already got two of our midfielders. This is kind of supposed to be the next shortlist, but we've got two straight in the, the team, Jilks and, and Parkinson. Um, I don't think there'll be too many arguments about that. The, the next two are quite tricky. I've got a few, a few down here. So I'm going to read out who I think we need to choose from. Um, and then you tell me and we'll, we'll kind of, we'll have to choose two from there and a couple of subs. So I think yeah. the, the other um, central midfielder is probably between, for me personally, I, I would have Simon Osborne in there. I know a lot of other people would as well. Um, but Sidwell's got to be in contention and so is Kasky, I think, as well. What do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, again, at different times, I think you know, Osborne as a player was class. Sidwell, again, and I think both, well, any of those, but I, I, out of the, the three, I'd say, you know, Kasky, I, I love him as a player, but I, those other two ahead of him, I think, from, from what they did for the team going forward. Um, and both, or Sidwell or Osborne, would be a good player. Alongside yeah. Parky, wouldn't they? As a combination. Well, you've got, yeah, you've got to have a balance. It's a bit like when we were talking yeah. about the centre back partnership. Um, you know, it's, it's got to be not just two good individual players, they've got to work well as a, um, yeah. a partnership. And, and same in central midfield. So you've got, you know, Phil, Phil Parkinson um, sitting in there and uh, and then one of these these other players. So Anyone else sort of central midfield? I, I don't think I don't think we can be considering Mick Gooding because we've already got Phil Parkinson in. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, no, and that's, that's the toughest choice, isn't it? Because you have got so many players yeah. that would do it, would be brilliant. Yeah, like, like your, your fine margins of party over Gooding is not much, is it? But um, we'll see who's on the bench. <laughs> Did you say between Parky and Gooding? No, the, the fine margins between them as a player, like to pick one over the other in the I position. Do you know, so. I, mean, they're, they're, I don't. I don't think so. I think you know, player of the season three times, Min mm. Gooding, but I think it has to be Parkinson. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but they're so good of players to choose oh, from. Yeah, it's like yeah. a tougher choice. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt in you know. Uh, the contribution that Mick Gooding made, as was proven by his three player of the season awards. Yeah. But he's not going to get in this team, is he? Uh, ahead no, of no. So do, so do, we, do we, you know, do we consider Mick Gooding for the bench? Possibly, possibly, depending yeah. on what we've, uh, what else we've got. Right. Well, let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's keep him in the, um, yeah, 
I don't think he's he's not getting in the team because we've got Parkinson in there. But yeah, uh, let, let's consider him for the bench. And then, of course, like the kind of more the ball players, the forward-minded players, if you like, um, Osborne, Sidwell, and Kasky. Um, and then on the right, I think this is quite a tricky one. So I think you, you'd probably say what Glenn Little would be. Um, yeah, I, it's greatest. Probably is not the strongest position like Jilksy Yvonne. Yeah, he's played how yeah. many games? Definite, you could go, yep, yeah, he's clear winner. The right side as a winger, we haven't got a clearer or as you go, definitely it's him. I'll tell you who we have got because Richie Bowman from the 70s, um, two player of the season awards. Um, you know, great player, right-sided player. So I think he comes into contention because you're, you're talking about a greatest Reading eleven from the last 15 yeah. years. Um, and Mick Gooding, he won player of the season three times, but he's not getting in the team instead of Phil Parkinson. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, if you're talking about a greatest eleven. And, and a lot of the fans have voted for Glenn Little. Should Glenn Little be in the greatest 11? And, and do we, you know, we, we kind of said, yeah, and, and Jilks was an easy one, you know, left side. Yeah. Do we, you know, you had that situation with, with England, with Lampard and Gerrard, didn't you? Yeah. Difficult. But then if you put one out wide, you, you can't really put Gooding out wide because no. they're not going to be as effective. So do we, you know, do we stick to um, stick to choosing a right-sided midfielder? I think it's it's the best, like the best player, isn't it? And I, I, I so Richie Bowman would be out of if you're saying there's the best player at Reading, not thinking save position, but you go him over the other two any day, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, I, I personally yeah. think so. The only and you mentioned this before. Um, the only kind of thing that might go against Richie Bowman here is that he, when Reading won the title in 79, they were in Division 4, so what is now League 2. So he he didn't play at the, the highest level. Obviously, no one from Reading played at the highest level in those days, Yeah, of course. Um, and Glenn, Glenn Little obviously played at a, a higher level. And, you know, we have to take into account what the fans have, have said as well. Um, I'd be quite tempted to put Richie Bowman in there, but I, I think the fans, you know, re- really obviously like Glenn Little. Um, but look, I, I think that's our, our short list. So we've already got Jilts and Parkinson in. Yeah. Now we, the, the, the next two positions are pretty tough. Who, who do we... I, I think it's between Osborne, Sidwell and Caskey, centre midfield. Who, who, yeah, yeah. Who do you think? Who, who would I say? Who would yeah. I go for? Yeah. I, I know you're probably not going to agree with me, but I'd actually go Sidwell. I, I, I think because of the, again, just because of the amount of time he played, you know, Simon Osborne was class, but only one season. Sid yeah. has played top level and, you know, that part of that team that got us in the Premier League kept us there. I know he left free transfer Chelsea and all that, but that's, you know, this book the way it is now. Um, but, you know, that that would be my, um, again, something like Simon Osborne coming off the bench would be, 
I, game changer. I, I thought you might go for Kasky because, um, you know, 45 goals, 200 games, you know, goal scorer midfielder, player of the season, 99, 2000, top scorer for midfield that season with 23. Um, he's got to either be in the team or on the bench, I think, Darren Kasky. I think you're looking at, you know, where players played and, the, you know, where they performed at the highest level. Um, you know, Sidwell, Sidwell did that. Kas, Kasky's brilliant. I mean, I, I love watching him as a player and, and he, he's a game changer. He, you know, and there's free kicks. It would be someone like Simon Osborne or Hoffman bring off from the bench. You needed, you know, he did it, didn't he, against Bournemouth, bring him on with free kick, three minutes to go, bang top corner because he was that good. But I don't think he'd be certainly the first 11. Do you know, that's... I, I, I think, I think we, we've, we've got our um, second player in central midfield. So we, we talked about this before. So there's kind of three votes here. You, you've got a vote, I've got a vote, the fans have got yeah. a vote. And, and the fans vote, in a way, is, is the stronger of the three votes. Yeah. They will vote for Sidwell. For me, yeah, absolutely. I can see why Sid, Sidwell should be in there. My my favourite player, certainly for that position, is Simon Osborne. I'd even be inclined to put him in as, as the, the greatest because of the, the impact he's, he's had. But, um, you know, yeah, Sid, I think Sidwell. Yeah, and I, I think... You know, it's in, it's in opinions, isn't it? But I think, you know, like yeah. found, I've said Sidwell. Um, it's, but it's like, we all have a choice, don't we? You know, a lot of people wouldn't pick Kasky. I, I like Kasky. It's an era of my life where, you know, I love yeah. watching him. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's such a, it's, that's the beauty of doing this, isn't it? Because it opens up discussions. Yeah. So, look, we, we've got our third midfielder out of the four, Sidwell. Um, so it's Parkinson and Sidwell in cent- central midfield. Right midfield. Is there anyone that we didn't mention that should be in contention? So we, you know, we mentioned Glenn Little, Richie Bowman. Anyone else? I'm just trying to think who would have, who was on the uh, on the right in the the '95 team. So you got, team. so you got Jane, James, Scott Bob, Taylor, wasn't it? Scott Taylor. Yeah, I just don't think they're they're just not they're brilliant players, but I just don't think they're good enough for this team. If that makes, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what we could do. Because um, if we're struggling, and I think I am a little bit as to who should be on on the right of midfield or right wing, um, Gareth McCleary, what side did he play? He he was right. He could play left as well. Jimmy Kebe played wide, didn't he? Right. Yeah, Yeah, he played right, yeah. So obviously we talked about Richie Bowman. The, the the fans' choice is is Glenn Little, so we could just say, well, look, we we'll go with the fans' choice because it's a. I think this is a tricky one. You know, mm. you you could sort of argue for Richie Bowman, two Player of the Season awards, but then Mick Gooden doesn't get in with three Player of the Season awards. Yeah, Richie Bowman played in Division Four and Division Three, which is now League Two and and League One. Um, you know, Jimmy Kebe, great player, few a few votes for him in the team, but. Glenn Little is the most popular vote. Yeah, and like I, and it's like you you wouldn't argue with any of them playing, would you? Because they're both they're both skillful players, him and Kebe. Probably much one over the others. It's very hard to pick because they're both both did a great job. And like Richie Bowman's class player, different era, like you say, but top level. If you know, 
you could leave it open to people and, you know, if people have voted Glenn Little, I wouldn't have a problem yeah. with any of them. Do you know, I'm, I'm not like yourself. I'm kind of not going, oh, Jilksy, yet yeah, definitely. Parky, yet yeah, definitely. You know, that's, that position's a bit... I think what's kind of happened here is that while we've been talking about this, Glenn Little has kind of walked into the team. I think that's <laughs> what's happened. Do you, yeah. So are you happy with Glenn Little? I don't care. I'm trying to rack my brains thinking, is there anyone else that we've Who else could it be? It's got, you know, we kind of agreed it's like Jilks is on the left. It's got to be a balanced side. We don't want a central midfielder on the on the no, right. No, no. So, and, and no, I, look, it would be entertaining having Jilks and, and Little on the wing, wouldn't it? Watching them play. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he played more than 100 games. Uh, didn't score that many goals. Six goals, but, you know, Great player, obviously, really popular choice of the fans. So, are we going Glenn Little? We'll we'll we'll, we'll take one for the team for the fans. I think for that one, I think that's a fair choice. I think it's not the easiest one to pick out of the, the positions that we've had so far. No, I think the left side was really easy. The right side, tricky, um, and obviously a dilemma for central midfield. So, Glenn Little in the team. Well, then I was just thinking, actually, you know, Caspi played on the right hand side of midfield. Could they sneak him in, sneak him in on the right hand side? But no, I think it, know, he was more of a, it was more central, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, um, but I think Par- Pardew played him on the right for quite a while there. Yeah, at the firing line. But uh, yeah, but would no. you? No, I you, think you're right. Would you have him in instead of Glenn Little, who was? No, 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 no. no it's a ring, like we said, like playing people in their proper positions, the old-fashioned way. Yeah, yeah. So look. um We've got Sid Sidwell in, so Simon Osborne hasn't got in the starting lineup. Um, we've got Glenn Little in, Kasky hasn't got in the starting lineup. You could go Osborne and Kasky, or anyone else that you can think of. So we've got Dylan on the bench, haven't we? We've got so Dylan we, on the bench as a defender. Yeah, so yeah, player. The, with them, you'd be looking at is two. Do creative we, midfielders on the bench, two, one too many. Would you be looking at maybe Gooding and Kasky or Osborne, just if you needed an engine? Someone who can I play think, different I think positions. Between, I think between Osborne, Simon Osborne and Darren Kasky, for me, it has to be Simon Osborne. And I know he, he only played 30 games or whatever it was, but the impact he made, um, a lot of the, the younger fans, you know, watch Reading more recently than the mid-90s would would go for Kasky. I know he was favourite player of yours, but you know, if you think about that season as well, what that team achieved, you know, Jack, oh, absolutely. No, he's his Dylan, um, you know, Jimmy Quinn up front, Simon Osborne in midfield, Phil Parkinson. Um I I think Osborne is ahead of Kasky. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I put, you know, I'm happy, you know. So Kasky's got honourable mentions. So what we could do, because Kasky could, could could play on the right, so then you've got you've got a left-sided player on the bench, Dylan Kerr, who started his career in midfield. So, you know, let's say Michael yeah. Giltz gets injured, Dylan Kerr could come on. Yeah. Um, you've got um we've got Parkinson and Sidwell in, in the centre. So you've got a, a central midfielder, Osborne, who's kind of, you know, would replace Sidwell. Um, and then 
do you have Kasky for the right? And then what happens if Parkinson has to go off injured? You'd probably want Mick Goodin. So who, who, who are you going for for the two subs? I would, I think, uh, I would go Gooding, I think, because Gooding and the energy of that team, because I think because of, of the energy that he brings to the team, Kasky was brilliant, but Kasky wasn't the, the, yeah, the fastest or the fittest player to, you know, get around the park. And that's what, yeah, the team that we've got there, you need energy. And that's what right. would give Gooding. Then you've got Gooding and Osborne, the alternative. So if one other, so if, if Sidwell gets injured, you've got um, Osborne. Parky gets injured, you've got Gooding, or vice versa, whatever way, but you yeah. wouldn't. We haven't got a sub who's sort of a natural right-sided player, though. That's the only thing. No, but I'm sure if I asked Dylan who he could do it for us, well, he can do everything else. <laughs> yeah, I think he played, Dylan played right-back, didn't he? At least one game. Yeah, yeah I, I think, like... The bench, like that's it. We have to narrow it down to five players on the bench. So, if we had seven, you could pick someone else. You could, yeah, pick, you know, you'd put Kebe on there. Or so look, I think Osborne for me definitely on the bench, and then it's between Kasky and, and Gooding. Who are we going for? I'm saying Gooding. I, I think out just for, for the uh, what he brings to the team um, and what yeah. you know, Osborne. You couldn't have. I don't think you could have Os- Osborne and Kasky in a five man bench. But it's a seven man bench, definitely. Yeah. All right, let's do that then. So we've got our midfield. So we've got Jilks on the left, Parkinson centre midfield with um, Sidwell. Uh, we've got Glenn Little on the right. We've got Simon Osborne and Mick Goodin on the bench. Yeah, I think that's Sound I think good. that's pretty good. I think yeah, I think. I think people. I'm sure people will argue yeah. with it, but I, I think as a as a, a t- like they say, like you know, then when the question for us was the right midfield, right wing, and you know coming up yeah. with an easy an easy choice I think you the other three we, we've only got two midfielders so you can't have one sub for every midfield position so no, got no. On, you know you've got to lose someone yeah somewhere so yeah not a bad team though so happy far is it happy with that yeah yeah, yeah. pretty good team I think you're doing on the bench yeah Simon Osborne yeah okay so here's our here's our lineup so far Steve Death in goal Shakir Hislop on the bench, sub-keeper. Uh, defenders, Nicky Shorey, left-back. Graham Murty, right-back. Martin Hicks and A.D. Williams, centre-back. Dylan Kerr, sub. Sub-defender. And then in midfield, very easy choice for Michael Jilts on the left. Phil Parkinson and Steve Sidwell in the middle. Glenn Little on the right. And Simon Osborne and Mick Goodin are subs. Yep. So next week, we're going to choose our two forwards and then we'll be able to reveal who has made it onto our list of the greatest 11 Reading players from the last 50 years. So join us then and don't forget to listen in to some great guests before then. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1871podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.